BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Aloha! Hello and welcome. We are back from the BallerLifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode number 362. If you would like to uh, reach out to us, please do so via email mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can also leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. I would encourage you to join our bonus content, subscriber-exclusive content, only at redcircle.com. Just click the link at the top of the page at theballerlifestyle.com. And you can join there. We will, we're soon to be doing an Ask Me Anything because co-host of the show, who joins me now, Ed Daly, he's about to have a birthday and he's about to come off the wagon. Is that not true, Ed? Yeah. Getting out of jail. How long? That's right. Getting out of, getting out of the, uh, the jail. How long's it been? New Year's. Whatever, whatever, maybe, whatever New Year's, like maybe was New Year's on a Friday there might have been some. I might have watched a bowl game or something or NFL playoffs like that. Yeah, weekend. So whatever yeah. the weekend right after that, like yeah. January second was the Sunday, was. I think. Yeah. So that that's quite a while. Yeah. That's quite a run. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I got to reset every once in a while. Right, it's smart. Um, I wanted to just quickly. I just quickly say I might be the only person that really didn't think to watch the Oprah thing and don't really have a strong opinion. I mean, I, of course, fuck the Royal family, but I don't, you know, there are so many takes like my buddy's like, well, Markle is, uh, you know, she's, she, she wants the fame, but she doesn't want the Royal. And then I've seen people like angry saying, you know, how dare she? And then other people be like, these Royal people, like, I, I just, I don't understand why that got, uh, ratings in america like i that got only only the super bowl was more that got more than any other sporting event any like world series any it that got bigger ratings than any sporting event but nfl i didn't even i didn't see it i didn't watch i think i would definitely be on her side from what i've heard i i mean yes in theory yes Mm because who gives a fuck about the royal family and also my goodness i mean i saw a couple clips of her she's very cute i am i'm a very big fan but but yeah of course they're gonna be racist they've been fucking inbred for centuries yeah yeah and let's be honest that harry while not exactly the spitting image of charles looks nearly identical to one of Diana's well-known lovers, Colonel oh, James is that, Hewitt. Is that true? Yeah. There's <laughs> images online. And it's also, this is something that I remember hearing when Princess Diana died. 
And I was like, oh, this is going to be, everyone's going to know this soon. And then I never really heard anybody talk about it again, except for me. But then this week I saw it's kind of coming back up that people are kind of like Ronan Farrow. Yeah. It's like that. She was trying to make it seem like he was, he actually Woody Allen's son or something. She was trying to make it seem like that. And it's like, except he looks exactly like Frank Sinatra. looks exactly like Frank Sinatra. Uh, yeah, same uh, type I, of thing. I just, it's just weird. It's weird for something to be such a big deal. Like, I get when there's a big finale. Like, people were way into Game of Thrones. And I just got tired of it, but yeah. I got why why it was a big deal. Yeah. This one I'm just confused by. What, why do that many people care about a royal family? Yeah, I don't... Um... I don't know. It's not in my wheelhouse either, but it does seem like stuff like that is tends to catch the zeitgeist for whatever reason. I don't know. People do. People love royalty. I saw a great column in, uh, in the Irish times. And a guy said, what is it like living next to a monarchy? He said, it's like your next door neighbors are really into clowns and they have clowns in all their windows. And they're really proud of their clowns. And those clowns killed your grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's not a good history. No, not yeah, at all. Yeah, they're pretty fucked up. And I'll, like, what are we doing with royalty anyway? Like the uh, like the the taxpayers pay the freight for them, don't they? Like yeah, even though they're I rich mean, as hell. I've I mean, being over there, the, the column comes out once a month of hey, what are we doing with this? And then the argument gets made. Well, there's a whole tourism aspect to them, oh, right? And they're they're ambassadors to the country. I mean, they do a lot of like you know, uh, stopping by and doing the goodwill, like tour kind of secretary of state ish, but not yeah. with any clout. But, you know, somebody else was saying, Hey, I just find it weird that they, you know, they bow down to a King. The reality is if anybody in the, the queen decided what the tax rules were or who they yeah. were going to invade, they'd be like, okay, we're, we're going to stop all, all funding for you immediately. Like there's right. no power whatsoever. They are, they are strictly like a tourism mascot for the country. But now. they do do that thing like once a year, right? Where the prime minister, how often is it? They do like the prime minister they, supposedly, they need, yeah, briefs they need her. approval or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. But you know, there are certain moves that need her approval, but if she didn't give it, they'd be like, okay, farewell. Like there's no, it, she, she has yeah. no power. Yeah. Yeah. She's real. And by the way, there's no question that the older brother is Charles's son. Oh yeah, for sure. They look, they look a great deal. Like, and remember he was the handsome one. Remember at first, because Harry's a ginge, they're like, Ooh, Harry, I don't know about Harry. Now Harry's all beautiful. And the, the older brother who everybody thought was so gorgeous, he's got, he's got a tough and not just cause he's losing his hair. He's got, he's a tough face area. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's very horse-like. He's, he's, he's rough. And one of the big things with them is, you know, he was, he was supposedly spending time with the neighbor lady at their country house and they kind of real, you're a guy who's into the Royals. You know, a lot of stuff. Well, I just know. I just pick up things that I hear. And, uh, and so they, they kind of were the ones that would leak the rumors about Megan being a bitch because they, mm-hmm. you know, they want, they don't want the attention on them. And also we don't need to talk about that guy, Prince Andrew. They're like, if we got, if we got this American anything in the house, to keep, anything right? to keep him out of the news, let's we get the American talking. Everything can be about her. We don't have to talk yeah. about the, the buggering. Let's, let's avoid the petter ass. Exactly. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, that's good. Let's do, let's do some, uh, let's jump in with some voicemails here. Let's do it. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He sees down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring. And 
worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's been well in Gardenia. That song. It's a great song. Hey, what's going on with my sound over here on the voicemail line? Hey, I got an issue here. Um, my- Hold on, let's start over. My bad. Hey, Brian and Ed. Hey, it's Drew in Houston. Hey, I got an issue here. Um, my daughter is um, seriously considering uh, University of Colorado Boulder. CU Boulder. Um, I need to know, guys. It's a good school, but often ranked the number one party school in the country. Oh, but it's terrific. It is, it is, I mean, my sister lives in Boulder, so I see it from time to time and it's, it's got a good reputation. Yeah. It's a party school, but like party school is really like every school is a party school. (laughs) Every school is a party school except for Baylor. Yes. Or, or Liberty University. Right. Where there are rules. Well, you can be a partier, but you can't be black and party or BYU. Who right. we take out the restraining order against Telly now? Oh, good point. Or do we <laughs> wait until she enrolls at the school before we get a restraining order against Telly Teapot? I just kind of need to know which way we need to go with this. If we need to um, discuss with Paul, we can do that. But uh, I would appreciate your thoughts wow. on this. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, Bye. I mean. Is- Yes. Isn't Telly in Colorado State territory? So that might keep him busy. I think he's a Colorado State alum. Oh, but I thought he what isn't Colorado Springs where Yes. Or is that where the Air Force Academy is? That's the Air Force Academy. Colorado State is in uh, Oh, I, was I know there it. Not too long ago. I know it. A couple it. years ago. It's only because I'm talking into a microphone that I can't think of it. Um, I would definitely, you know, Telly likes to hang out at the, at the college bars. So that's Fort a problem. Collins. Fort Collins. That's Fort right. Collins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I think he's a good distance from Buffalo or uh, from uh, Boulder, uh, but it's definitely a concern. You should try to get a picture of him. And just let her know. Keep this in your purse. That's that's right. You know, just in case. Uh, thanks for that, Drew. You're gonna see a guy with 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 a claw. Right. He's gonna try to pry you with a with a white claw or right. two. Drinking claws. Uh, okay. Here, here's another one. Oh, Drew called back. Let's see what he has to say. Hey guys, it's Drew in Houston again. Okay, after thinking about this for a little bit and checking Twitter, I think I realized that uh, maybe my daughter being a freshman in college might be a little bit too old for Kelly. So I'm going to hold off on the restraining order for now. Okay. Thanks guys. Bye. Uh, We'll just let that one sit alone. Uh, Let's do another one here. Hey, Brian. Uh, LSU Lala. What a voice. Just finishing up listening to the subscriber exclusive. And uh, it was so good to hear Oh, if you have not heard, I did a uh, I did a sit down with friend of the show, Travis Rogers, a little Tiger Woods bonus episode where we uh, where we reprised the famed radio bit Friday facts from Travis Rogers now. So I think this is what he's alluding to. Actually, yeah, I don't I, I didn't realize how much I missed it. Uh, the only thing I didn't like or not even like but the the intro music i didn't hear the deuce deuces and i, I missed that too but uh reason i was calling i know i'm a few days early but i wanted to wish uh mr quotes ed <laughs> quote daily um uh, a happy birthday buddy i uh, hope you have a good one and happy 311 it's the day. best birthday buddy <laughs> very, very kind of you and yeah everybody should play a lot at 311 that day Yes. Yeah, exactly. I'll forward along some links to you because my buddy Matt on 311 Day, he sends me YouTubes and GIFs and all kinds, pictures, tour dates, 
I couldn't uh, pick them out of a lineup. I kind of think I know what they yeah. look like, but but I I don't know if I've really seen them. I just have an idea what a guy who raps at you like that. Right. There's one guy that ra- there's one guy that sings, like. and then there's one guy that raps at you, and the guy that raps at you is kind of Hispanic, but the rest of the dudes are just regular ass looking white guys from Nebraska. And rapping is not like it's not like a nice flow to it. It's like he's like rapping at you with yeah it, it, it's an uncomfortable flow and it's like reggae but it's not and also yeah, but it's, it's and it's like punk it's but bummer. it's not yeah and it's it's tough it's a tough listen not uh not something i would partake in <laughs> uh, okay a few voicemails and we'll get into the or a few emails then we'll get into the sports topics brian and travis well travis isn't here he was just here last time uh i know y'all think no one heard travis rogers now fact i would fire up tune in on my iphone and listen no matter what i was doing fact uh friday facts is the funniest sports radio segment of all time well that's a fact uh thank you so much for bringing it back that is from cb in in south carolina thank you for that cb appreciate it Uh, another one Dear Ballers, I just finished watching the doc on Tiger Woods. That being said, I too had a dad that was a victim of the female genitalia. Well, I don't think that's true. Something I found out when I got older. My dad drove a lumber Lumber carrier at a sawmill in Oregon for 31 years of his life. That sounds boring as fuck and you might not be impressed. I'm impressed, but that I could never do that by that but he was also an architect and a home builder and an artist he built his first home when he was 23 years old i'm saying all that to say this i inherited nothing of that anyway he he once told me that he used a piece of chalk to start writing down names of women that he had some sort of relationship with he took the chalk and started writing down on the metal frame of the carrier and ended up with something like 120 women is your dad He's Lala. Does he go by the name LSU Lala? Just wondering. Uh, He didn't say that he slept with all of them, but I got the impression that they all liked him in some sort of way. Not a normal conversation for us, but I'm sure he was drunk when he told me. My mom and dad were together my whole childhood and ended up getting divorced when I was 25. Weird, right? Here's my point. I feel that sometimes shit just gets handed down to you through hereditary. Heredity. I, too, have, quote, gotten it in with let's just say more women than i can remember another lsu jeez also not a brag total brag not a brag and not even something i'm proud of saying i just think that i inherited something from my dad and more specifically my dad's side of the family i also have three uncles that have similar stories am i a real piece of shit or is there something to this Jerry in Corvallis, Oregon. P.S. The point was, did Tiger Woods also inherit this? Well, if you watch the documentary, his dad was quite a Lothario and Tiger was also quite a Lothario. And I think there definitely is something to that, right? Ed? Cool. The nature versus, versus nurture. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there, yeah. Athleticism, there are certain aspects that you yeah. can inherit. But if you are adopted yeah, by a stand-up right. comedian. Yes. You're probably going to have a pretty good sense of humor, I believe. Right. And depending on how well I think it's learned. So if you're saying you your dad's treatment of women or how he proceeds with women could control it. I if he had no idea his dad was balling like crazy. Right. I don't know how you would inherit that. Yeah. I, I just, I, but I could see a learned behavior. If Tiger is sitting there putting while his dad's working over some women in the yeah. uh, the van, yeah, that he's learning that that's kind of the that's the goal with women. That's modeled. That's modeled behavior, and there probably is something to it where a guy like Tiger wants to. Everything is about his dad. You know, he's so he's so right. conflicted about his dad because he loves his dad, but also his dad's a piece of shit. And so the the reason he's good at golf is because of his dad, but also maybe the reason he feels like he needs to bed lots of women. And maybe that's also trying to prove something to his dad. The human mind 
is a really fucked up place and very difficult to understand. So it's it's hard to know how much is nature, how much is nurture, but they they definitely both go in there. And uh, so, Jerry, that that doesn't surprise me. Thank you for the email. Okay. Uh, and yes. also, don't yes. discount. He's saying what lumber carrier. I, anything is impressive if you do. Uh, yeah. If you do something well, anything's impressive. Oh, absolutely. Hundred percent. That is something I could never hope to do. I could never no. learn that. Yes, uh, dearest Ed and Brian, I hope everyone is still healthy. Of all the talk about Cobra Kai and Johnny, you guys missed a great part. Season three, episode six, nineteen fifty nine. Miguel is setting up Johnny's Facebook page. Johnny gave yes. Johnny gave him two model pictures from the eighties. Yes, Johnny had pictures of himself. Then he looked gorgeous. Oh, yes, pictures. he's beautiful. Then Miguel asked Johnny if he has anywhere, he, any where he's wearing a shirt. And of course, stud John gives him one with a skinny white tank. It was like one of those like kind of like ripped yeah, up like tank t- tops. Tearaway looking things. Yeah, I remember there were like in my high school, there were like two jacked twins. And <laughs> they, they were older than me. And they would like rock that look to high school with like the acid wash jeans and the like ripped tank top down the sides open. Is there a mullet matching that? Yeah, I believe there was. It feels like a mullet yeah, could be involved. Absolutely. With that it was definitely a look. Uh, maybe we should get some new ones. Present day, Johnny says, I'm not sure. I want you to grease me up. Baby oil just gets over everything is what he tells Miguel's. Johnny's lines are golden and and he's spot on with his timing. It's a great scene that I can't believe Jason missed. Keep living the dream, fellas. And I'll keep listening. Your number one Tulsa listener, Ryan. Well, I don't, I mean, maybe we didn't hit that on the, I definitely remember that show, yeah, that I mean, scene. And I definitely, we were discussing a lot. That was a long podcast. Yes. Um, but I mean, we, we all, who knows what Jason was thinking, but I know. we all agreed. Johnny scenes oh, are amazing. Fantastic. And I told you I'm rewatching it with my sons Yes, and they're better. Yeah. Johnny's Johnny's amazing. I believe there's he a, should, he should have had a bigger career. He's got talent. Like, he, yeah, he's a great he's actor. Real, like he has timing. He's he's good. He no. can do vulnerable. He can do. I mean, he should have a bigger career. Yeah, no, he's this. fantastic. I totally agree. Billy Zabka was amazing, and I and I do recall that scene. And I know I definitely talked about it in many text conversations. So if we didn't hit it on, we couldn't talk about every single scene. But that is definitely uh, one of the better ones. Thank you for that, Ryan. Let's talk some sports. Brian, they call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my crew rings. You see, they're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. Ed, we had to we had to abbreviate many stories last week because we were we were impromptu joined by the TPC, the the penis connoisseur, which abbreviated our show. Let's jump back in. What's going on in the world of sports? Well, good old Pop Spurs coach Greg Popovich calls Texas's 100% opening and mass mandate removal mystifying, ignorant, and ridiculous. Um, I just love that the guy says whatever the fuck he wants, and obviously, I I tend to uh, agree with his point of view. But I like that. I just like people in the I don't give a shit about the repercussions stage, like Jack Del Rio was like a MAGA guy and he was the Redskin or Washington defensive coordinator. And I didn't, I, you know, I'm obviously not a MAGA guy, sure. but like when everybody else were, when everybody else was like, Oh, Hey, let's not get into politics. Del Rio was like, Oh, that's, that's what I agree with. That's, that's my point. I'm not going to shy away from it. I like that way better than people trying to be bland. Yeah. Yeah. Middle of the road, pick a side, but also like, but yeah, I've heard all I that. also agree that's that it is mystifying that they're going to just say 100 percent open. We're well, not yeah. fully vaccinated. Yet. I mean, it seems like there might be an agenda. There's a there's a real rush to be first for some reason, which 
I don't get because I don't think, I mean, I think most things were open there, but I could be wrong. I don't pay that close of attention. Uh, what else said like a mask at a, at a Walmart. Oh it's yeah. Not a big ask. No, um, it really isn't. Candace Parker destroyed Shaq. Uh, Candace Parker destroyed Shaq on the inside the NBA studio for criticizing defenders switching. And he was like, well, my day we kept our guys and uh, fans started calling him casual on Twitter for his weak arguments. She was like, everybody can shoot now. It's not when you played. Everyone can shoot, so you have to switch defenders. And then he started making up things about predetermining your switches. And she's like, that's not how it works. Um, yeah, Shaq has – I respect Shaq because he pays as much attention to basketball as I do. He's he's about as well-informed as I, he I am. He doesn't even know their names. Right. He, he doesn't know their names. And, of course, he didn't switch. He's 330 pounds. Is he going to come out and get somebody at the top of the key? But it's there's he was great, but he didn't even work on his game. He was just the same player. He's just bigger and stronger. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it is a different game. There's not there's not really positions anymore. Everybody can handle the ball, and everybody can shoot from anywhere on the court. And defense is different. It's a different right. game. What else said? Yeah. So Candace Parker crushed him. Yeah. Good job. Uh, Pepe Le Pew has been cut from the new Space Jam movie, and also low. Lola Buddy, but Bunny is not as curvy and wearing more clothes than the previous Space Jam. And Daily Caller editor Scott Greer evoked a Holocaust-era poem in a strong disapproval of her new look. First they came for Mr. Potato Head, <laughs> and I said nothing. He was clever. <laughs> I mean – Yeah. Who cares? People are really fired up about a fucking cartoon bunny. Who, I mean, I'm, were you I, jerking off to a right. Lola bunny? And also, I'm not. I didn't see the first one. I'm not going to see this one. I don't give a shit. Isn't it for little kids? What do little kids care? I I gotta think the editor of the Daily Caller is not the target audience. I'm I'm thinking not either. And and the Pepe and Le also, Pew thing, like Dave LeBron Chappelle, James is the yeah. LeBron James is a star. Right. Daily Caller is like white nationalism. They're right. not going to. They're not the target audience anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's just a thing. It's just a thing to be mad about. Who cares? Nobody. Creighton basketball coach apologized to team and he got suspended for a game for telling the team, let's stay on the plantation. Um, yeah, I mean, that doesn't sound it's good. Tough, tough choice of words. Plantation is just not one you want to. Hey, these guys, right. every college coach, this is a multi-million dollar job. They have all been coached over the last few years to be like, hey, you know, you got to be careful with this. And considering at least on any college team, it's like 75 percent black. You're going to you want to drop positive terms with plantation in it. Yeah, there are there. I mean, this is not a colloquialism that I'm familiar with, but there are a lot of things that are just said in regular language that you go, oh, hold on. It's, you know, like uh, he's off the reservation. Like you can't say that. Okay. And that's like a normal thing that people say, yeah. right? Right. Right. But plantation, I've never heard that. Oh, one I, no, no, I agree with you. Like it's definitely, it's, it's whatever it is. I've <laughs> I've never heard it either. So, uh, yeah, with, especially out of context, I just, it sounds bad. Tennessee high school basketball team was barred from the postseason after the coach's son went over and punched the opposing coach. Hey, they take that shit seriously down there in Tennessee and especially the coach's son. I wonder where he learned yeah. that behavior. I wonder what got him so fired up. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty uh, yeah. fucked up for the team, though. Oh yeah! Just kick the say the dad can't be there. Yeah, yeah. What are the what are the kids playing? They didn't. They didn't. I mean, unless they threw a punch, it's fucked up. That's true. Maybe the dad. Uh, maybe the dad didn't even want. Maybe the dad just couldn't control the son. I don't know. How? Maybe just. But even if the dad couldn't, it's like, yeah. well, your son, you got to pay. You know, if your son fucks something up, yeah. as a parent, you got to you got to deal with it. So it's yeah. fine. But the. The point guard on the team? Yeah. What did they? What did, I think it was a girls' team. Oh, really? Uh, anyway, yeah. Baker Mayfield. Ba- yeah, uh-huh. Baker Mayfield claims he saw a UFO. Look, I'm a Baker. What's, the, what's, I'm, the, what's I'm a, the goal for that? I don't know. I'm a Baker guy. You know, like I'm I a like fan. Him. I like him. 
I don't, and maybe he does think Exciting he's... Exciting player. He does think he saw a UFO. I did once hear that um, there's a dude, he's a, he's a professional skeptic. I think he was, runs Skeptic Magazine or something. His name is Michael Shermer. And I did hear him talk about UFOs one time, and he's like, how come they always got lights? Like, they... They came all the way from some other galaxy. They didn't need the lights That's out in point. right. They didn't need lights coming across the galaxy. It's always the beam, right? The singular beam, right. beam thing. And then they got. And then they get here and they turn on a bunch of lights and everybody's like, "Oh, I saw these lights. What they what do they need those lights for? They don't need lights." Something something to think about. I can't, you know, like ghosts and UFOs and uh, like obviously, to just math tells you that we're not alone in the universe. The universe is both infinite and expanding. Of course, there's other life in the universe. There can't not be. It's impossible mathematically, right? But the, but, but the chances of it being some sort of humanoid that sure. everybody imagines, that's a very next to nothing chance. They're going to be these, these uh, big-eyed, human-looking things. You know, the, the same drawing that everybody has. Yeah. That's... That's not a real thing. And they're and they're gonna and they're gonna find us in, a, in an infinite, the most right. vast thing beyond your ability to comprehend. This thing is so huge that they're gonna they're gonna go. Oh, we gotta go over there. I mean, no, it's it's unlikely. Also, same same with ghosts and pretty much all psychic phenomena. Well, it's time, it's time for now sports, now sports segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports, now sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Now sports, now sports, now sports segment. Ed, what is going on in the world of non-sports? What are our non-sports stories this week? I'm curious how where you stand on this. This one, Alec Baldwin rages at an Instagram fan after he and his, after the fan accused him and his wife with using their new baby for clickbait. He, he wrote, shut the fuck up to them. Um, well, I mean, personally, I'm not not about Alec Baldwin. Right. The commenting is stupid. Like, who are you? You don't know them. I, I'm. Personally, if I were Alec Baldwin, I didn't respond, but I don't think it's wrong for him to respond. Shut the fuck up. Now, I'm not going to do it on their Instagram, but they got a lot of fucking kids and it's kind of weird. She, they, they surrogated, right? A kid when just right after they had another baby, like she was pregnant and they had another kid implanted via surrogate. So they had like two babies. This baby is? Yes. They had two babies like four months apart or something or six months apart. One. So what are they up to? Like five kids? Six. Oh my god. Six kids. It's. It sounds like a hoarding situation. It's just too many. They keep piling them up, and uh, you know, we've determined that she's nuts. Are they gonna? Are they gonna raise her Spanish? Um, Spanish <laughs> or they? They all have, like. I wonder how that goes. They all, they all have Spanish names. I believe this new one is called like Edu Edu. Or something. I want nothing more to the, to to see a video of the moment Alec found out that she wasn't Spanish. Oh, yeah. I mean, we you know we talked about it here on this show. Like, what? what? He had to know pretty early on, right? He didn't. He didn't just I discover mean, when we been, did. I probably not when we did, but it could have been after a kid. It could have gone for a little while. They did. They did say people that attended her their wedding said that her family was specifically forbidden from talking to anybody in his family. <laughs> so as not to. Because um, they're Boston, right? Yeah, they're from they're Boston. Like, hey, snap ahead. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you see the town? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a crazy story. She seems insane, but she obviously provides Alex with something. Alec with something he needs, and that's yeah, hey. But, if he's I mean, happy, would would it kill them to use birth control? That's a lot of yeah, kids. I, well, this one was implanted. They surrogated one. Like they want all these kids. It's crazy. He's <laughs> he's in his sixties. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty shitty that person would be like, you're using your kid, but it also is weird. Why, why are you still advertising your kid? Is it because of you're what? trying to 
change the narrative about you? I mean, people do post pictures of their kids. I don't know. It's social media is weird, right? Like brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. People share their families. Social media, I guess, as a celebrity, I don't don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. No, I agree with you. I agree with you, but I I guess I could see it both ways. Um. Rudy Giuliani's daughter, Caroline, graphically detailed why she loves threesomes. It's made her a better person. Do we, I feel like we need some details on this. Like what? Oh no, I accidentally got, I deleted the link. She described herself as a unicorn, a single woman who has relationships or sex with couples. Oh, exclusively. She's been on a journey of unbridled self-discovery with polyamory. Oh, right. So she's just, so there's probably a name for that. How like some people are like pansexual where they're attracted to everybody, but she's exclusively attracted to couples. So she can be. Finding the strength. Yeah. Finding the strength to explore these more complicated, passionate aspects of my personality became the key to harnessing my voice and creative spark, which in turn helped me better cope with depression, anxiety, and the lingering cognitive effects of adolescent anorexia. Good for so her. She just needed, I mean, good, good for her, but yeah. that's, uh, that's she, big. She needed the, th- she needed the three ways to get to heal yeah, she, and that's she good. Get, she needed to get worn out. Yeah. She needed, that's, One that's, wasn't enough. that's right. That's fine. But I, it is kind of interesting that that's something you would tell a newspaper. Like you could just could not tell anybody. Fair. Yeah. Van, yeah. A magazine is this, you could just not tell anybody and no one would know. Yeah. It's almost it's right. almost like your dad wasn't too good of a dad. And it's, you just want to twist the knife a little yeah. bit. Is this this is with the first wife, not with the not with when he married his cousin, right? Well, I would think the cousin has like 19 figures, so <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know if he had kids with the cousin who he definitely married. Um but uh, hey, good for Rudy Giuliani's Giuliani's daughter. Get your have your sessions how you have them. That's right. Yeah. Uh Lake of the Ozarks realtor offered fifteen hundred bucks to have her former mother-in-law killed. Was she like Jason Bateman? Can your wife have <laughs> the people from your your um, Mexican mafia connections from Chicago come down? I got fifteen hundred on it to have, the, and also former mother-in-law. You're not even connected to her anymore. You're Leave out. her alone. Yeah, you're out. It's like it's not like <laughs> my you're, mother-in-law was. Yeah, my mother-in-law was my former mother-in-law. She'd be somebody that I've never talked to again. Right, exactly. It's you've you've moved on from that. Like, what's why are you harboring this resentment? Like, let let get, it go. I get the Ozarks are uh, definitely a different area of the country than I'm from, but sure. fifteen hundred bucks is pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap to do a murder, and also like maybe maybe think about that. Maybe think, hey. If somebody's going to do this murder for 1500 like, it's probably not going to be the best murder. Yeah. It, or, yeah. It's going to be somebody who talks a lot. Somebody who's not, yeah. who just needs 1500 bucks. Yeah. Like, like a meth head. Yeah. And you're, you're setting yourself up for somebody to get you arrested. I feel like a, I, li- I feel like a good murder is got to be at least 50 grand. I would think because. It's got to be life changing enough for the yeah. person that they're whis- risking going to jail for maybe the rest of their life. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's yeah, doesn't make sense. Must have been some mother in law. Yeah, real. I mean, maybe she deserved it. We don't know. We just, we can't judge. <laughs> uh, a Houston area Mexican restaurant is keeping its mask rule, and people threaten to call ICE on the staff. Oh my god. Lee, just don't go there if you don't, you know, I mean, obviously they let you take your mask off to eat your Tex-Mex. So, you know, I thought we were, I thought we were into letting businesses decide for themselves, right? right? Freedom. They have freedom down there. Like, and also how do you know there's, 
their staff is undocumented. That's just, that's an assumption right there. I, the Venn diagram of angry anti-maskers yeah. and angry racists. Yeah pretty dark circle it is like if 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 They're kind of the same person if you don't like their business practices just patronize a different business i'm sure there's somebody else that will take your money maskless it's no it's just yeah. not that That's big a deal the same thing with dr seuss right. the dr yeah. seuss company was the one who decided it wasn't the government right well some of those pictures in those they were they're kind of problematic they were rough, but I'm saying it yeah. was the business of the Seuss Oh, no, business. I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. They decided. Yeah, it was good for um, their business to not have problematic pictures in their publications. I I was wondering, and like I Googled it uh, this morning. I finally saw them. I was like, yeah, that, I, I would probably get these out of circulation. And they were like real obscure books. It wasn't yeah. like getting yeah. the hat. No, it's not like the main ones. The main ones are it wasn't fine. the Lorax. Right. Yeah. The Sneetches on the Beaches. Yeah. Uh, youngest capital rioter, 18 years old. Um, he, he was uh, the youngest one to be arrested. He was begging the judge. I just want to go home to my mom and dad who have a loving home. And they were the ones who drove him to DC. Right. And, but they didn't, they're just like, we'll wait in the car. See you, go, son. go and do your rioting. Go, go and do your insurrection. And we'll just hang back here and just wait. We'll just have the hazards on. We'll be over on the corner. <laughs> Exactly. We'll pick you. We're gonna go see a movie. We'll we'll pick you up in an hour, right here. Okay. We're gonna go see Tenet, and then because uh, that's the only movie in the theaters. And uh, you just do your little insurrecting. We'll be here for you, buddy. Just bring us a souvenir. Get bring us a podium or a laptop. <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. A nameplate. Give us something. Yeah. Is um, this this isn't the one from L.A. There was one from like not L.A. but sort of diamond bar area not important but he um he well, I, he was the, i saw the, the shaman yeah and his mom were on 60 minutes yeah the um there was one kid and his name escapes me but he was like the window kicker in the um in the cap oh, yeah. in the insurrection and i would want you know i haven't kicked in kicked out many windows but he did it with great authority where he was just like bam kicked in the window i would worry that my foot would go through the window and I would sever an Achilles or something or an artery. Like, how do you know you're just going to kick the window out just completely clean? Yeah. It seems like somebody riled those people up. Right. Yeah. They, they seem pretty fired up. He was really pumped up, but then, you know, it's like people found out like he worked for a family business and stuff and people were really letting this, his mom know there. I, I went to the Instagram page of the mom's company and they're like, do you still, you know, it's just like page after page of these comments about her son being a Nazi and stuff. It was kind of good. <laughs> um, well, we are uh, witnessing a great journey of an American icon. Yes. Papa John's founder, John Schnatter, said, quote, I've spent the last 20 months trying to get rid of this N word in my vocabulary. <laughs> What? He's he's like uh he's like an old timey prisoner and he's got the chalk on the wall. Like like uh yeah. what's his name's dad? Yeah. He's got the chalk yeah. and he's marking each day that he was able to resist. I mean, he how many times did that guy use drop in bombs? Yeah, and how like many months is he are we talking hard R here or, or is is he rapping along to the song and he know he doesn't know you're supposed to omit when you get there, you just say nothing when it comes to that part. I don't see him in those bootcut jeans doing a lot of rapping. No, I don't either. Like, how how is that coming up in conversation? Also, who's he talking to? He's, uh, I mean, he. it seems like when he posts those videos we were talking about with his house and stuff. Yeah. It seemed like there was a lot of emptiness in his life. Like there wasn't, uh, yeah. there, there aren't, he's not like mixing it up in public places these days. He was laying low, but apparently he was laying low because he's, he's putting in the work right now. Well, I mean, it's, he's doing <laughs> what months. he's doing, what needs to be done. That's so weird. <laughs> like, it's, why does he have to tell people that? Like, it's he's, so, weird. he's so proud he of himself. Is, he said it as if he wanted credit. Like, yeah. 
20 months without a drink. Okay. Yes. But that's hard. This, of course it's yeah, hard. It's yeah. impossible. It's not, I'm, I'm, I'm look. I'm congratulating myself for a couple months. Right. But, uh, but I mean, it's very hard, but he, he's saying it as if this guy was just weaving a tapestry of N bombs every day, every hour. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. It doesn't seem like a real habit. You would have to break. <laughs> Like he's oh, like he's. Uh, I'm he's, just gonna not say one of the worst right, words in the English language. Right, Let's see if I can not do it. Right he's now. he's clearly not able to break his addiction to Kiwi Number no. Five shoe polish in his hair because it's still jet black. That well, he's still doing. Some habits are gonna take a little longer than 20 months. Right. Buddy. Well, I'm I'm proud of him and his his journey. I mean, it's he's obviously doing the work. Good good for Papa and John Schnatter. Wasn't he also eating a pizza a day? I mean, this guy's got some real appetites. That was another big story that we did. Yeah, he was um, – he had a real pizza habit. And, I mean, you, you got to – he was real bummed that they fired him from his company that he started, Papa John's. And you got to figure that the, his board of directors, his stockholders, they're pretty happy about it right now. Although every time he shows up in a story, he's still got the shirt on. He's always in the red. Yeah. Unless he's working at Target. What, why is he wearing that outfit all the time? Right. He's still, he didn't want to be fired from his company. He's still wearing the shirt. I know he's a big, remember when he was real sloshed at the um, Louisville Cardinals yes. hoops yeah, game? He he's a big supporter. Stand. Yeah. Um, but it's like, dude, get, how about a second shirt? You know, like, <laughs> would you go with another cup, maybe a white, try a white shirt. <laughs> Once in a while, like it's kind of weird to just have that uniform where you're always where you're just really like tied Steve jobs. Yeah, Maybe he thinks he's the next Steve Jobs. Right. Instead of the black uh, shirt, he's wearing the red. Right. Polo. Wasn't that that wasn't that that was Einstein's thing, too. Right. He just wanted he's like, I just got have, you know, a couple blue shirts, a couple white shirts. I don't have to think about it. It's just I put on the same thing right. every day. I'm good. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Um. I think true love was found. Nicholas Cage married his fifth wife, twenty-six-year-old Rico Shibata. Well, he's this is in Vegas. Yeah, this isn't his first um, Asian wife. He's. I, I'm not even sure if this is the third or fourth. You're right. He has. Um. He likes Asian women, which there's nothing wrong with that. Now he's he's got to be in his sixties. He's got to be. Early he to mid sixties, right? And she's twenty six. I'm constantly confused by him because he's a supreme talent. He Such really is. Yeah, he really, he's he really is. So good. Yeah, and his career is full of not spectacular, right? But moments. he's but he still sprinkles in like something crazy good yeah, here and there. You'll get moments. I mean, I was watching. He did. How great the was, but it was great in it. They did like a weird sequel at Lieutenant, and, and he was yeah. in it. He yeah. was great. Yeah. Yep. But that was in the 90s. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. No, I know. Lieutenant it. New Orleans. I think that was like 15 years ago. Yeah. It was in the middle of a bunch of awful movies, and he's great in it. Um, he's yeah. He's such a weird. He's a he's a really good actor. You know, uh, my son was telling me that one of the you know how Trump's still in charge of the military. Yeah, and he's they're just waiting to um, arrest all the they're just waiting to arrest all the um, sex I offenders. Think that's happening any any minute. Any day. Now. Well, I was I, I was talking to my son about it because he's because it was supposed to be on March fourth, and then it didn't happen. And then I was like, so what's the thing now? And he, my son's like, well, he's like, I heard on four chan. That they actually, the new thing is that they've switched faces. Much like the the once I mean, re- once reviewed on this podcast, that the John Travolta Nicolas Cage movie, Face Off, they traded face offs. But my question to you is this: Trump weighs four hundred pounds. Like they would have to switch bodies too. They don't have similar bodies at all. But Trump and Biden. So that's how do they explain that? Mm-hmm. To any, You'd be surprised what they can do with technology these days. Right. Any of our QAnon listeners explain, but make, keep, yeah. keep it quick, brief. 
be brief with it. Okay. I don't want the whole QAnon thing, but if, if you, if you understand the face switching conspiracy, I would like to know about it. Cause it's, it, it interests me. I'll be honest. Um, our, our friend Caleb would be happy to know the couple's ceremony included haikus and poetry by Walt Whitman. <laughs> that was a weird, that was weird. Uh, when Caleb hates Walt Whitman and I'm, I don't know. Walt I, Whitman. Loved, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know of leaves and leaves grass, grass but sure. it was fun. It was funny how strongly he hated Walt Whitman. Yeah. I really the funny thing to hate. I know. I really respected it. I got to be honest and I'll be, uh, and yeah, I'll tell you now, course. I, I, without having any knowledge of his poetry at all, I also hate Walt Whitman now because of our friend, Caleb. Um, pastor said women may not be quote, epi, epic trophy wife, but she should be thin for their husbands or they should be thin for their husbands. He has been placed on leave. And if you look at this guy, He's exactly what you would think a Missouri pastor would look like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, I, I feel like that is not a, I feel like he was amongst friends when he said that. I don't feel like he was judged in his congregation, uh, for saying those things. Uh, but it's still, it's just insane the way the bubbles that people live in, um, and the, that, we're just not privy to, you know, it seems, it seems crazy to us, but I bet you in his church, like people didn't really think that much of it. Cause that's people talk like that all the time. Okay. What I will say is, can you imagine a church in Missouri without plus size women? Are no, you saying there's, that he not. was completely amongst friends? Come on. No, no. I mean, I know I get, I know I get what you're saying. And uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's in, it's insane, but I could see him, you know. <laughs> and he he looks like the doughiest, of course, dude. Of course. Uh, Bur- Burger King UK did something interesting yesterday for International Women's Day. Uh, um, their social media person tweeted out, "Women belong in the kitchen," and they were they were trying to make the point yeah. that there should be more women in the restaurant business, yeah. but uh, swing and a miss. It's, it's going to take a lot of work for their whole department. And when I, when I talked about this with Michelle, because she deals with a lot of, uh, with advertising and social media and how this all works. She's like, that tweet had to go through. Oh yeah. 20 people. Oh yeah. That was, uh, there's a lot of approval. Social is so important. Yes. It's crazy. I mean, they, they hire people to do that, but you know, it's not the old days of like, hey, let's just give it to the intern. No. They hire people and then people are hired to be their bosses to filter it. Like this was a huge fuck up. Well, they have an agency. Who's who's, their their agency probably came up with this, pitched it to them, got it approved. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what's coming up on the calendar. Here's the ideas we have. It went around to people. There were meetings about it. It's it's insane that this made it to the Internet. It's actually crazy if you think about it. They definitely came up with this tweet in in 2020. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, and also Burger King, let's be honest, disgusting. It's disgusting I food. I, I actually talked about this with Michelle this weekend. And I was like, man, I, I don't know if I've heard of Burger King at all no. in years. No, same. They're I don't think they have commercials anymore. I don't know. I don't know anything about Burger oh, King. Oh, yeah, they do. No, they have the King guy, right? That's that scary. That a few years ago. So oh, I don't. Yeah, you might yeah, be right. Terrifying looking. So scary. I don't know. <laughs> they're really. There used to be a battle, just like Coke and Pepsi, and now there's just no battle no. anymore. No, absolutely. Well, not not with them. I mean, McDonald's has got a bigger battle with like Subway and Wendy's, but right. not Burger King. Right. No, I would agree with you there. Uh, Burger King's uh, disgusting. China. And they recently made COVID-19 anal swabs mandatory for foreigners and uh, Japanese citizens were complaining. And now it's becoming a thing. So did, um, did Paul, did my good friend Paul already book his flight to China or that's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, how much more accurate do you think it makes it? No. Like, I think this is more punitive. Like it's 0.1% more accurate. Yeah. 
how can they not do like a finger prick or like a um, breath test or like it's it's crazy how invasive it needs to be to find out if you have this virus. Yeah, we have vaccines out now that we know are effective. Why yeah. would we possibly need to be putting something in our ass to find out? Right. I mean, it's crazy. The, yeah. And is, it hangs out in your ass more than your nose? I mean, it's just, it's insane to think about. Yeah. I think it's punitive. It's a respiratory thing. Yeah. This is a punitive. This is yeah, China absolutely. being like, yeah. I get it. Are we, we started it here with the wet markets, yeah. but uh, we're going to uh, humiliate anyone who wants to come here again. Yeah, exactly. I don't think this Even is Even though it's on us, the start yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, rapper in Spain accused of chopping off a roommate's penis for a YouTube video. That's, you know... Um, I had a roommate one time that he would like um, wear a lot of my clothes. That's not okay. It's, you're right. It's not okay. And sometimes like after I'd gone to bed, he'd take my car to like go get fast food or something without asking. Oof. And uh, that's, you know, uh, he never, he never got out a, a katana sword and, and tried to de-peen me. So, in that sense, he's a pretty good roommate. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I had a, a a roommate that used a lot of hairspray, and it really it was gross. Yeah, like that the smell in the room would be bad. Yeah, it gets all over the mirror hairspray. Um, yeah, it's just pretty gross. Like, yeah, if you, you went to the bathroom after him. And it was like a cloud and you just had to take a piss. You're like, what, what, what kind of fuck is this What kind of dude uses hairspray? Uh, this is the exact type of dude that uses hairspray. Right. I got you. He was, he was, uh, he, he, uh, yeah. Does he get real fired up? I'm plenty. Does he get real fired up for Columbus day? He, he, no. oh. he, he's the type of guy who gets real fired up for looking at himself in the mirror. Right. Right. I get that. He's, he's that kind of guy. He's not, he's yeah. not a big Columbus gay guy, but I, I, I hear you. Right. How does, how does, I wonder, like YouTube doesn't allow you to show videos of you cutting off your roommate's penis. So I just wonder how this plays out in the narrative of a rap video. Also, you know, I understand if you if you cut off if you violently assault somebody, maybe that helps with the street cred. But I'm pretty sure having a roommate is not a good look for a rapper. Um, no, that is that's that's a really good point. They're supposed to be chilling like and, hard as fuck. Yes, they're supposed to be chilling in mansions and whatnot. Right, having a roommate like it's a bad look. Just, just eating lots of ramen and cutting off a dick. Yeah. So you can get that street cred. It's a bad look. Um, here's, here's a stat. I, it was a little, I had to reread it a couple times. 38% of Americans would give up sex for a year. Um, I mean, I like to travel. I love to travel. Yeah. But I mean, Mike, I mean, are, are these people who just aren't having sex? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't. A year is a pretty long time. A year's a long time, and ev- and eventually we'll be able to travel again. We'll, of course, you know. So I just, I'm, I'm gonna like keep doing what I'm doing, and just when the travel comes back, I'll do that. But I'm not. You know, Biden, Biden's promise of what every adult by like May should have yeah. the vaccine. Yeah. You're going to give up sex for a year? Yeah. I mean, for, that's, that's I mean even quick. if Biden's off by a month. Yeah. Even if he's if off he by three June. months. Yeah. Three months. That's yeah. a lot of sex you're giving up. I know. It's too much. No, thank you. No, thank you. Too much. Absolutely. Uh, an international law firm's Black History Month post boasted of one of their employees' chi- children's black friend. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know Tom's son, oh uh, Steve? Yeah, he's got a black he's got a black friend, friend in school. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's adding the black friend thing to like the next degree of sadness. Yeah, it's it's not even my. I have lots of black friends. 
somebody at my work's son has a, has a black friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's seven. That's great. Oh, that's crazy. It's great. He doesn't. He doesn't see color. No. You know, Doris in accounting does, <laughs> but Steve, Steve's son does not. Unreal. Um, a California plastic surgeon attended a Zoom court hearing during surgery. I'm in an operating room right now. He said to the judge. <laughs> well, I mean. He makes a lot of money doing surgeries, you know? Uh, yeah, plastic surgeon. You're making real money. You, you remember that guy, you remember that dentist that extracted a tooth while he was on? Did we talk about that here? I think we did. He the the dentist that extracted a tooth while on one of those hoverboards. He got prison time. Yes. He got locked up for that. I mean, oh. It is kind of a it is kind of a weird stunt, but you didn't you don't I mean, they take that pretty seriously. So I wouldn't do that with a judge. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of surgery do you think he was doing? Like a tonsillectomy? It's pretty easy surgery. You could take a You could take a break, you know, look over at the screen. Plastic surgeon. Right. Oh, plastic surgeon. surgeon. Yeah. Oh, he's probably doing a rhinoplasty. Nose job. Yeah. Unless it was like a car accident that he needed to swoop in and help somebody rearrange their face. I kind of think this is probably an elect. I mean, most plastic surgeries are not emergency jobs. No, they're they're not. But it's you know you gotta you gotta uh, really be stacking them to make money in the plastic surgery game. I wonder if he does the thing that all my kids and their friends do at school, where they just tilt the screen a little bit so you can only see the top of their head, so they can be doing other things, but they're still technically so you in know class. They're there, but then. They're, they're looking at their phone. Right. And it's, you could just um, see that like little, like daishiki looking hat that all t- doctors wear when they're operating. Like maybe that's what he was trying to do. <laughs> um, we're going to take this over to India. Cockfighting rooster fatally stabbed owner with a knife strapped to its leg, um, sparking a manhunt for illegal fight organizers. I mean, you just don't see it coming sometimes, you know, you're one minute, you're hanging out, you're strapping a knife to your rooster's leg. The next minute he's stabbing you. your oyster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I imagine that happens more often than not, because it, that thing is, they put like a razor blade on its leg. And if it, if it jumps up and starts kicking at you, it could slice you up pretty good. Yeah. If it get your. Yeah. I, I'd like to see uh, a PSA or maybe we could record a PSA for them being like, Hey, knives on legs, cockadoodle don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's RIP poor guy. I, but I bet you that rooster's still fighting. If it was, if it was any good now, it's now it's well, probably worth even kill more. A man. Yeah. Think, think of the value. If you can kill a man and you're a rooster. Yeah. Oh, you're at the top of your game. I agree. hundred percent. Um, going back to the Capitol riot, one rioter texted his ex during insurrection, calling her a moron. She turned him in. It is kind of weird that everybody had their phone with them. Like there's a lot of pride in the event, right? It's like, if you want to get away with it, maybe cover your face and maybe don't bring something that tracks your, all your movements. And also don't be texting people. Because it pings. If we learned anything from Adnan Syed and and so many pings, serial so many season pings. one, things ping. There's pinging happening. They're always going to get you with the pings. Don't bring your phone. Everybody knows that. And the people they don't know that you every once in a while I'll read about. Oh, the the feds are trying to figure out who this person is. It's the person we- person wearing bland clothing that didn't have their phone and their face was covered. Everybody else, it, it's simple. Yeah. That's but a, this guy yeah. taunting your ex. Yeah. Hey, probably not the time to be committing a crime and taunting the ex at the same and time. And also, these guys are all incels. Like, there's actually one of them that got laid once and he's taunting her. Maybe you should right. have been at her house, buddy. Sending her flowers. Right. Doing, like, working on your ability to, to attract a woman rather than doing the opposite. It's crazy. Um, and finally, an Arizona man faked his own kidnapping, complete with zip ties, be, uh, his hands behind his back when he was found. 
fake zone kidnapping to get out of work at his at a tire shop. Um, I mean, just calling sick. I, I it feels like that's the easier. I mean, just just putting the zip ties on yourself, the zip tie or like behind your back must have been really difficult. Very difficult, and also like who's gonna who's gonna be kidnapping you for what to, to what purpose? I feel like this is a real easy case to solve for the for the Phoenix PD. What's this guy worth? Where does he live? Right. Like who's, who are the, who in your family were they going to ransom you? What were they going to ransom you for? Like you work at the tire shop. Right? If you work at a tire shop means you need to work. Like you wouldn't, right. t- again, noble profession of this is what you're doing. Sure. Life, as long as you're working. Yeah. But if you have to work at a tire shop, there are no independently wealthy people work at tire shops. Right. Who's you're just not going to take that job? Right. Who's, who was recently held for ransom lady gaga's french bulldogs okay well lady gaga's rich as hell yeah she's like super famous and rich she's like movie star music star she's got a a huge thing going on and we got johnny at the tire shop with the zip ties behind his back and what and he was like laying in a roadside ditch Um, like he, he did the whole thing what a waste of a day off like you wanted a day off that wouldn't it just be easier to just work right America's tire slamming slapping on civic wheels all day up up selling on on the wheel package feels yeah. like there's a better way it really there's a better way for this guy it really does wow that is it that's probably the best story of the week a lot of questions there uh, okay, I, I unfortunately have a hard out. I feel like kind of an asshole that I got uh, that I got to check out early, a little bit early today. So this this is on me. This is my bad. I apologize, Ed. I apologize to the audience, but I have a I have a child an engagement with my children, so I got to check out early. Um, I'll, I'll do better next week. I'll do. We'll do an extra. No apologies. We'll do we were delightful. We'll do an, we'll do an extra <laughs> episode next week for for well, the fans. Yeah, ask ask me anything. We're we're doing the AMA. Oh yeah, wait. Do you want to do that like this weekend? Yeah, like is that that's bonus content? Yeah, stuff, right? yeah, we'll do that bonus. So s- send your emails for the Brian and Ed. Ask me anything. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com dot com. Hit us on Twitter. Um, bonus content. Red Circle listeners, we'll do a little. We'll do a little Q and A for you guys. Um, let us know. Hit us up. Ed's Ed's going to be drinking again. He's having a birthday, so. Um, we'll, oh. we'll, yeah. I'm going to drink uh, one of the I'm so excited to crack open uh, one of those uh, beers. Oh, odd. Thir- yeah. Odd 13 Brewing. Oh, nice looking can. Yeah. Bad guy with an agenda beer. He's got Travis Rogers on the can as a as a Cobra Kai guy. He looks like Daniel LaRusso, who Travis Rogers is known to hate, which is beautiful, I think. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, OK, we'll, we'll check in with you guys next week for Ed Daily. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode number 362 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Styles baller podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do with Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner. Quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Can loud comers can understand my brothers reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man. You know the shit's.